Welcome back to the Random Noobs, and this is for all our loyal listeners, our new listeners, and our reoccurring listeners. Now, I'm going to tell you something. It is an ad, but I promise you it's one of the greatest ads that helps you get your podcast started with little to no effort at all. If you haven't heard about it, it's called Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Now, let me explain. Number one, it's free. There's no hidden subscriptions. You don't have to worry about anything monthly or something going to come out later on. It's 100% free. Two, there's a lot of beautiful creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or from the computer. To make it even easier, Anchor would distribute your podcast for you. So that means it will be heard across Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, you name it. It's all there. Another wonderful feature about Anchor is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means you can just start up tomorrow and start getting paid. It's everything you need in the podcast in one app. Now to get this app, make sure you download the free app on the iOS or Google devices. Or you can also go to anchor.fm to get started from your web browser. That's anchor.fm. Crazy off the bat. But I think Nicolas Cage is one of the most underrated rappers. Under rapper? Rapper? I was going to say, <laughs> what the fuck do you know that I don't? <laughs> I meant to say um, <laughs> actor. Yeah, once you press record, you forget every word. <laughs> okay, that's true. That's true. But you really think he's an underrated No, I feel like he he's definitely getting his due. I, I mean, like, like, come on. I feel like he got so much hate. Like, people are like, oh, his movies are bad, but it's so good. They're bad type of shit. Uh, with Nicholas, like well, the thing is that I feel when it comes to like his serious side that everyone at least talks about, you haven't really seen anything probably. Well, not that you haven't seen anything, but you don't hear much of ever since, what is it, Leaving Las Vegas, where he's playing that guy that wants to um, drink himself to death. They said, <laughs> pretty much, they said that's like, that was like his, I think that role won him an Oscar. But then, you know, ever since then, he's been like, you know, he's been there. Like, come on, come on. Con Air, Face Off, all these cheesy action movies, even the. Yeah, but that's in the 90s. Shitty ones. You're talking about the 90s, man. <laughs> who, who, who were, you mentioned two movies that kids or whoever's listening to us, unless they are Asian, like, what the hell is that? What is Con Air? You know? What is Con Air? No, no, I'm telling you, people, I'm saying, like. Oh, okay. I'm you know, I, say, I know hey. Con Air is. No, if you know Nicolas Cage, you definitely know Conair. Kenny, you should also know. <laughs> oh, God, in 60 seconds. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. She's like, let's go. It's like with Eleanor. Yeah. Right? That was her name. And it, and, uh, yeah, that was, the, that was the final car they had to get. But what's wild is that people shit on that movie, too. God in 60 seconds. I don't know how they shit on that movie because it's very entertaining. But then everyone does the whole day. Everyone compares it to the original. Like, oh, it's not as good as the original. All right, fine. But you can't tell me it's not good. If anything, I feel like the original is, more, is boring compared to Nicolas Cage's version. Did not know there was an original one. And I feel ashamed. Uh, there was, yeah. <laughs> so I only mention that because I enjoy everything Nicolas Cage's that I have seen. I'm not going to sit here and pretend and be like, oh, yeah, I've seen that movie. I'm only going to talk about the movie that I have seen, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know... I sent you one recently on Instagram, Lord of War. I think it's one of the best of his movies, but National Treasures, all these things. But every time he's 
in the role, I feel like he kills it. It's like there's certain a charis, not not charisma. There's certain characteristic he shows. It's just I can keep watching it. So mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like Nicolas Cage was great in the '90s. The whole 2000s was not his time period. But I feel like now would have been. You know how Mike, like Michael Keane, kind of came back. He was gone, came back with Birdman. Now he's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I guess if it wasn't that, yeah. for Birdman, people like, oh shit, you know, Keaton came back. Now he's in Batman and and, and Spider Man. But I feel like Nicholas Cage. Well, we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's never coming out, especially with Ezra Miller beating people Supposedly. up. Shit, but. I feel like he's been underrated. And also another underrated movie of his is Ghost Rider. I, uh, don't, think, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. Uh, part two. Part uh, two visually looks really good. Part two, if anything, really embraced the craziness of Cage and Ghost Rider and the Ghost Rider character. But, but um, you can't say you enjoyed part one, Giovanni. Come I, on. I enjoyed part one. Part I two, part I understand. One. But part one, no. It was so bad. I enjoy it though. I I like Nicolas Cage. I can I, I mean, like him when he's like detective kind of shit. You know, like the 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 National Treasure movies. I like uh-huh. him. like he could come into a role and just talk, and I could just be watching and and, and just stay there. He wasn't fucking the Edward Snowden movie, and it was a, a a a pleasant surprise to see him there. And I was like, oh shit, I like the scenes he's in. It, the one with Joseph Gordon Levitt, he was in it. Yes, yeah, he was. Ah, I didn't know he was in it. Yeah, he was the he was one of the guys who kind of created the framework of what the NSA was using of you know like um, looking at everyone's e- like an index. You write something and it finds like let's say um, like you right now you have a red shirt hypothetically red shirt mm-hmm. right. They type it in this index and it kind of just scans all the videos in the world of red shirts. But like for you, like it, it's it's like a Google. Like he was the first one to do that before the NSA stuff. Okay, but then when he tried to, think, I think and then the movie he tried to make it public or some shit, they, they just like buried him, and he knew his role. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, like, it just kept him in the corner type of shit. That was his role in the movies, something similar to that. But mm-hmm. kind of like the 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 catalyst that helped Snowden become what he. Anyway, but in that movie he played that role well. The depressed man who was like too ahead of the time, and he just went about it the wrong way. But as a mentor at the same time, I feel like when I hear Nicolas Cage and he's talking, it's like he's a mentor. Oh, he got some shit. Oh, he just has so much knowledge when it comes to uh, the movies I have seen of his. Yeah. So I I don't know. Like, I just think he's underrated. I really think he's underrated. I feel like if they would have given more roles with quality writers and directors, he would be up there like, oh shit, Cage is back. You know, we're not talking about Wicker Man. That would that's a bad movie. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. But I'm saying, I mean, I've, right... never, I've, I've never seen Wicker Man, but I've always heard it was a bad movie. Yeah, me either. <laughs> but. Imagine if the Ghost Rider came. The Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider came out now. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe the same plot and everything, but a different director, a different take on it. You know, just you know, the plot is you know, corded out a little differently. I think it'll be pretty good. I think he's a good Ghost Rider. Like, do you think if Marvel, that what Marvel is now, would have made it, it wouldn't be like as campy as the original ones were? Of course. But do you think they would have kept Nicolas Cage or do you think Marvel would have gone a different direction? Because didn't they recast Ghost Rider? Well, not recast technically, but introduce like a brand new Ghost Rider in that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show, like a brand new character? Yeah, Spanish. I mean, I a think it's new actor. Or something like that. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a whole new one. But that's not the Johnny Cage, you know, the one in the movie. Johnny Cage. 
Jesus Christ. Uh, what's his name? Blaze. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not him. That's the one who came way afterwards. Yeah. It's like the fourth Ghost Rider. And actually, Johnny Blaze is not even the first one, I believe. He's just the most popular one. The same like The Flash. Like how Wally West is the, one, of the, one of the most famous Flash, but he's not the first. What's wild is that you have two characters that almost have the identical name in a Marvel series. You got him, Johnny, which is what Johnny Blaze, Johnny Storm, and then you have um Johnny Storm for fucking uh Fantastic Four. Yeah, Marvel. Uh, if if you start looking into it, <clears throat> Marvel after like I don't know ten characters, <laughs> they start um the originality just dies. A lot of the you characters think? sound the same. Yeah, a lot of the characters sound the same. Their powers are almost the same. Um, they copy from DC and vice versa, or even other comics like Image Comics. Um, oh my goodness, what's another one that was out there at the time? The guy who made Spawn, I think, is also Image. But... Todd McFarlane. Yeah, yeah, but he, I think, he was. Oh, Dark Horse. There it was. Dark Horse comics. Mm. You know, they kind of copy a lot of things. It's hard, it's kind of hard to be original when everything's already out there. Yeah, yeah, I feel like there's gonna be moments that you're gonna run into, um, what is that they call it? plagiarism, but then again, it's just like oh, no, everything is literally take. out. It's my take. <laughs> I mean, now there's a whole new take, you can, you know, everyone can be you know, same sex and stuff like that. That's a whole new character's perspective. Yeah, I guess you know, that's their way of doing it. It's just that uh, it's, it's getting a little tiresome, like, I don't know. How do we get to <laughs> how do we get to that point? <laughs> Talking about different characters in MCU, DC, Dark Horse and shit. Nah, but if they do if they ever want to bring Matt Cage or somebody else, you have to at least give him some love. I I doubt the Doctor Strange movie would do it. And it's kind of it's also a bad take that with this strange movie, we are expecting so much cameos that we're not really caring for the plot of the movie. We're not caring for Cumberbatch. Um, who else is um Scarlet Witch? We're not really caring for those. We're like, oh, who are they gonna bring? You know, what other movies? And that's kind of, kind of the bad well, way I, to go into it. I feel like that's Marvel's fault at this point. When it comes to like, supposedly, if if I'm not mistaken, they said something about okay, there's no more Avengers movies, right? Um, no. supposedly, DK. Oh, okay, yes. I think that's what they said. They weren't gonna make any more Avengers movies. I think it's kind of bull. Of course. <laughs> but with how... I'm sorry, what were we going to do? No, I'm going to say no more Avengers movie in Phase 4, but Phase 5. <laughs> or yeah. whatever Phase. Most like, oh, they'll probably call it New Avengers. Because it's not going to be like, oh, it's not no more Marvel Avengers. It's Marvel New Avengers now, or whatever. It's like, okay, fine. But I think, what was it? After Endgame, you haven't had any really hits until No Way Home. Because, um, I mean, Shang-Chi was just an introduction of a new character. But um, it was more for, like, people felt more for, like, the culture than they did for the movie itself. Oh. Did you ever see Shang-Chi? I loved it. I loved it. We, were talking, we spoke about that. Yeah, I, yeah I Shang-Chi it. was great. I like the choreography and the way it looked and everything, but it wasn't, like, on a grand level that Marvel, I get that Marvel was trying to do, like, they did with No Way Home and then now they're doing with Strange. Oh, okay. So you're talking about the plot in the movie. You're talking about the scale of how far they're thinking. Yeah. Because I think we even said it here before when they were first talking about No Way Home. I think it was either um, Tom Holland saying like, oh, this is like an Avengers 
Endgame style movie. Yes, yes. And now, and, and now, that, and now, yeah, and now they're saying the exact same shit for Doctor Strange. It's kind of like, hard. Do, do, because... Like, do you think they're just paint? You think they're just putting themselves in this corner? Like, oh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get these people to come see the thing because people didn't really care about Doctor Strange. I think even after his first movie. Oh, I love Doctor Strange, and it's funny I like, I, it was trippy. The first time I saw it, I was on Cloud Nine. Every time I see movies that I'm Cloud Nine, there's always some trippy movies coming out, and Doctor Strange was mm-hmm. just one of them. It's like that shit was crazy, but I enjoyed the uh, uh, Strange movie. The first there's only one. Yeah, this is part two. First I get one. confused because so many so many movies have like sequels already, and, and we own part three. Um, it is Marvel's fault, but then again, look at their track history. Um, every movie is building on the last one, and we already passed. We already passed grounded warrior heroes, unless it's their own original story and it's just within their own movie. Mm-hmm. But if we have Doctor Strange, Spider Man, you're incorporating different superheroes, different scale of of danger. And with Doctor Strange, we're talking about a whole different multiverse. And you're right because, well, I'm right because what I'm saying is that it's building up. But you're also right that every movie from on is going to be like Endgame type because after this, I think it's Thor. Which is also Guardians included with that, and we talk about space, which maybe the internals might be included into this, like the Celestials. Then after that is um, oh my goodness, what's after Thor? Oh my gosh! Oh, you just oh, said Ant-Man. it wasn't in Guardians. No, no, that's that's included. No, Guardians is coming out way later. Guardians is not even coming out. They just finished um um filming. That's not gonna come out in the season. So, well, real quick before you continue on, so is as Guardians of the Galaxy. What the hell is that? Is that something that was just like, you know, fan, that was like fan prediction? Like, oh, you know, it's going to be these two mixed up or is that an actual thing that's going to happen? No, it's a thing. Thor is with the Guardians since Endgame and Thor, Love and Thunder will have Peter Quill and, and the Guardians. And in the it Guardians was, I thought movie, it was, I thought Thor it was more going to be, I thought it was going to be more based off of um, Valkyrie and Jane becoming like new Thor. Yes, but the Guardians are still included in the movie. Oh, I didn't know that. You know, I thought they were it may have, be a little like bit or thing. a lot, but they are going to be in this movie. Remember, the, what we saw last is that they might have a small cameo. They might do um, probably like an Iron Man type of shit. You know, Iron Man was barely mm-hmm. in Spider-Man's first movie, but he was played a good role. Mm-hmm. It's essential. I, I feel that's going to happen for this one. Not so much because they have Christian Bale, you know. Um, well, that's the first person I think about and the only person I'm thinking about. But, you know, Natalie, <laughs> Natalie Portman, you're right. They might introduce um, uh, Beta Ray Bill. So, I think he's confirmed, actually. But when we last saw Thor, he was with the Guardians. He, the movie might start off, he's with things like, yo, I got to go check out my house real quick. I'm just guessing, whatever. I'll be right back. Oh, okay, good. See you later. Let me know if you need any help with some shit. Bam, bam, bam. Do his own self-story. Then he come back for the Guardians Part Three because he's he's also included in Part Three of the Guardians. Mm-hmm. Thor is part of that. So, but going on like from the scale of Doctor Strange, Thor, um, Guardians, Ant Man, all these movies are going for the central plot of Kang the Conqueror in a way because it's just building on because Kang is attacking the. The whole multiverse, so to speak, the whole universes. But then we still got the celestials that's focusing on the entire universe, you know, the entire existence of everything. So every movie from on is going to be a grand scale. It's not like Black Panther Part 2 is just, you know, whatever they're going to decide against Namor. It's not like an Earth battle. We're talking about space. We're talking about multidimensional time travel, 
uh, um, you name it. You know, like, 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 like cosmic, cosmic. Yeah, cosmic. We still got to deal with mm. Captain Marvel Part Two, which is a her whole mm. base is being in space. You know, we yeah. Marvel already did the the Earth side of the the story. The everything grounded. Uh, the Infinity um, Saga was more in both sides. Now with this saga going on, is all space, all you know, uh, space time shit. Even Kamala, Kamala Harris. <laughs> I don't know why I keep thinking that, but the girl. I think her name was Miss Marvel. I think we had that Kamala conversation. Khan. Yes, her. Mm-hmm. Her powers are interdimensional. And that's a new Avenger, a young Avenger. So the whole scale is just going to be, in my opinion, grand. It's not going to be grounded anymore. And it is Marvel's fault for, you know, even though they don't say that in their promotional stuff until, I guess, the movie's out and trailer and whatever people say on Twitter, they just add it on to their promo. But you people can't help to think like, okay, who? What's next? What's next? People, the audience is getting used to having multiple cameos or multiple stars in the movie. That is like, if another one comes out, it's just one star. It's like, I'm gonna watch it because it's Marvel. But now I'm missing out. Now Marvel feels yeah. pressure to be like, oh, I have to shit. Look at Thor. You know what I mean? Guardians might be in it, in the Guardian movie. You know, Doctor Strange. You know, with Scarlet Witch. So we, we can't help yeah, to... It's like you said, they're feeling this pressure. They have to like, okay, we have to throw in someone to get the audience going wild, you know, to make them be like, just to have them, you know, cheering in the ch- and cheering in the chairs and shit, you know? Exactly. And if, what if, if they're using a what if as a basis for the movies to come, shit, a lot of people are going to start coming back and there's going to be a whole nother, you know, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, <laughs> Uh, event type of shit blowing up the internet because you know mm-hmm. what if brings Ultron comes back he's, he has all the powers the Sorcerer Supreme of Doctor Strange but being the bad guy um, Thanos is dead you know what I mean like oh you bringing back all these characters because if you notice the new Doctor Strange movie takes a lot of elements from the what if episode with Strange yeah it's kind of hard you know Marvel don't do things just for the hell of it you know they it's only a face and then all these rumors and leaks, ever since Spider-Man came out, I'm taking a hundred I'm taking ninety percent of those leaks as true. So if they say Tom Cruise is in this movie, Tom Cruise is gonna be in this movie. Sorry, that's how I've I been, see it. I've, now. Been, I've been trying to stay away from it, man, because some some of these internet sleuths, they be way too good at finding this shit out. And you know what? I think Marvel does that on purpose. You think you think they're I, I the think they give it out. Yeah, like they get hype, but uh, Marvel has <laughs> hype, right? They have mm. the hype, they have the fan, but that only goes on for what, maybe a week or two. But if you keep throwing little nuggets out there, it will always be in the brain, always be in the brain. Shit, Spider Man was so like crazy when it came to the Easter eggs and who could be in it that people forgot about COVID. They just said, fuck it, we're going to the movie. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I need to speak, or, or even if they, no matter what they did, or if they have the fear, they're like, nah, for this movie, I got to go see it. You know, it broke records, mm-hmm. you know, for a movie post-COVID and all this other stuff that if Marvel just keeps with those little nuggets, like, hmm. So, like, first of all, Doctor Strange trailer came out, right? And Doctor Strange should come out, I think it's, what were we, in April? May, May. right? May. So, mm-hmm. that's next month. We haven't yeah. got a second trailer. We haven't got a teaser or anything. We got a lot of that during the Super Bowl and all these other things. But hold on. Love and Thunder has not has got nothing. No teaser, no trailer. The only thing that came out was like, yo, we're going on a press conference. And people were like, wait, 
Yeah, I think that was announced yes, like yesterday or two days ago. Yeah. Well, today's Tuesday, so yesterday or two days ago, probably I think Sunday or Monday, they're on their, you know, their press tour officially started. And it's just, everyone's like, yo, we haven't seen shit, not even a teaser and no trailer. So well, look, look what that does. Now people, now people all day, anything they do, yeah. even if it's just the actor, oh man, what's he, what's that? Oh, that's Thor's hammer. Wait, that's a new <laughs> yeah. hammer. Wait, you know, like new rock stars with the whole Mephisto. But it mm-hmm. keeps people interested. It keeps people engaged. And that sells more than Marvel could ever just drop a trailer and just stay quiet. You know? Mm-hmm. So shit, Spider Man. That trailer broke the internet. Maybe they leaked the, the 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 they leaked that bad copy, so we could go crazy and keep their eyes glued to the internet. So when a new one comes out, it's like, you know, I mean, look, that trailer broke this, this, a lot this, this, of. When look, when it comes to shit like this, there's a lot that happens behind closed doors that obviously we don't know, and it's like um, it's like when they over everyone talks about like advertisements. It's just like you know any. Any buzz is any publicity, good or bad, is publicity at the end of the day. Yeah. So it's like they're getting, it's like I said, they're getting all these eyes on this trailer after hearing about like, you know, there was like a shitty copy leaked online. Like, oh, this happened in this. Oh, wait till we see the clear version. Mm-hmm. And then hours later on the same day, even while we were recording this, I remember it happened. They fucking dropped the trailer, the official trailer for No Way Home. Random. It was like seven o'clock at night. It was, no. We, yeah, no. No, it was like, like 930. It was like eight or nine or something. I was like, yeah. So they know what they're doing. They're just uh, they're playing the game. They don't they don't need to be DC. They could do whatever they want at this point, and it's gonna be uh, immense, you know. But talking about Marvel, Moonlight came out, and I love first it. episode of Moonlight came out. Last first week, episode yeah. of Moonlight came out. Yeah, I thought it was amazing. I found it fantastic. I love Oscar Isaac. I I, I don't know, man. I. This move, this show, it made me feel like I was watching the Mummy all over again. The Brendan Fraser Mummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Th- thank you for mentioning that because it's like a lot of different mummies out there. Everyone knows that's the only good mummy is the Brendan Fraser. Mummy. Yeah, I mean the original one too from like the forties or some shit. That's people. Fuck that. I know. I'm just saying, but Fuck people, that. people like that. You sound, you, you sound like one of these Academy Award people, man. <laughs> Talking about the old movies and shit. <laughs> There's only one ever mummy we ever we ever acknowledged in this world that everyone knows is Brendan Fraser. Yeah, it ain't yeah. Tom Cruise's mummy. We told you to talk about how bad it is. What? Mm. What? <laughs> but no, what, what I enjoyed about the first episode of Moon Knight, I think what I enjoyed about the first episode of Moon Knight was like the whole it kind of give you like a real horror aspect, kind of. And mm, what do you call it? Um, like a very slow build, which obviously it's a show, so they're supposed to be doing that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. In a in an episode like how this first episode was, where you know, spoiler alert, you don't see the suit until the very very last five seconds of the that. show. Yeah, yeah. But it just had me hooked the entire way. But and then I feel like the main reason is Oscar Isaac because like you know, like you fucking love Oscar Isaac, man. Fucking guy, I love, I love he's a- such I like, a good actor. I love watching actors. If that's even. If an actor is attached to a role or project, you kind of have you sold already. If I already like your previous body of work, mm-hmm. oh, I'd say the only thing I didn't like from Oscar Isaac was obviously um, X Men Apocalypse. But then again, you can't blame him for that. It's more like a writing decision. And wasn't that Sony at the end of the day again? No, it was Fox. Oh, because X Men, X Men is, <laughs> a, is a Fox franchise. Both shitty yeah. ass studios. 
And then, you know, he's had like, he's had like a pretty bad, uh, one bad Netflix movie that was kind of like boring. Please do not say Triple Frontier. It was Triple Frontier. Ah, you fucking crazy. You like Triple Frontier? Yes, I can watch it over and over. You could watch that two and a half hour slugfest of Triple Frontier. Really? Okay, I, I skip a little bit of the beginning. <laughs> Once they kind of go to the, um, I think it's Colombia or Ecuador. It's, yeah, the house in Colombia. Once they go, you know, after they leave the States, I'm, I'm already hooked. But I watch it for other things. I mean, because look, that, that movie had nothing but pure star power in it. And I, and I get it. I remember I got to rewatch and see if I have like the same, if I have like the same opinion on it. But I just remember it being like, damn, I expected, I expected way more out of this with all these people in it. You are right. I have to commend you that that movie, I expected a lot of action fest or just a little bit more than them, them complaining throughout the forest and then, mm. you know, going through. Yes. You fuck Ben Affleck. Um, oh, my God. Why? How am I? The dude from Sons of Anarchy. The dude from mm-hmm. Tron. Charlie I, Hunnam. Oh, thank, you. thank you, thank you, thank you, Oscar Pedro and Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Oh, you, you, you hear Oscar those Isaac. names? Oscar, you, hear those yeah, names you have like, a, you have a fully loaded cast, and that was Ben Affleck after um, Justice, uh, not uh, BVS. It should be after BVS because it, it was before Justice. Maybe not right after, but it definitely was after that. After probably. the fame, the you know the roller coaster of it going up. But yeah. um, I enjoyed the movie because of the gun manipulation they were doing. I think it was true to form. It was very. Mm-hmm. It was like they wanted to be like John Wick with the whole realism of it. The action scenes were great. The storyline was a little bit dumb, and um, Ben Affleck's character just took like a three sixty turn at the end. It was like you were so calm and calculated, and now now you just hungry mm-hmm. for money. That, yeah. that that did throw me off. I do like that. Um, uh, what was the guy's name from Sons of Anarchy? Uh, Charlie Hunnam. Yes, Charlie. He was the same character throughout the movie. You know, he... Um, I'm not talking about that movie anyway, but he was the same. Like, other people play that role pretty well. It's just the Ben Affleck one that threw me off, even though he got yeah. shot, and that was crazy. But I enjoyed the movie because of, you know, certain aspects. Like, people... I like to watch Extraction just because it's fucking... Um, 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 Chris Hemsworth. But I'm not going to watch the beginning. I just watch pieces of it. So I guess that's what I do with Triple... Uh, True Frontier, I watch pieces of it. I can't sit here and say I watch the whole thing. Yeah. Maybe I skip the first 30 minutes and then I say for the rest. But going back to Moon Knight, um, that horror aspect, it did great. And I'm glad that the CGI that they used was better in the end of the show than that car scene. Because that was... Oh, during, during the bad. chase? That was so bad. Like, I can see... Yeah. It, like... And this is why this is why I also mentioned Ghost Rider because in, in part two they had great CGI and that was in sunlight. You know, sometimes when they're doing CGI in, in a dark environment, they can get away with certain things. They always talk about they like yeah, because it's easy to hide like the imperfections that you get out of um not exactly. even imperfections, but just like the shitty CGI. That's why a lot of them are doing it in the dark. So, you know, as that's why I mentioned Ghost Rider in the sunlight. And near the end, it was great CGI. And this one in the sunlight, it was really bad. The car, like, I know the angles you're not going to get for a car scene next to a mountain is, you know, it's like a lot of work. And I'm glad that Moon Knight's costume at the end looked great. And the, the creature he was fighting at the end looked great. So I, and when he was in the elevator scene and everything. So it made up for that. And I'm glad you used the budget for that. But if I start seeing more of those CGI problems later on, 
It's like, ah, uh, come on. Because watching the trailer, I know a lot of his suit, at least the cape, is CGI. And, like, I don't like that Marvel has been doing this practice of CGI in their suits for everything. You know, there's nothing practical anymore, at least when it comes to their suits. And I hope they don't continue that trend with this TV show. Because you can't sit here and tell me, oh, this show has a limited budget. Your Disney that bought Marvel, bought Star Wars, y'all have money. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> you know, like you, you want Disney Plus to be this huge thing, so put the big bucks for it. You know, if you want to, you know, shortchange the CGI for certain things because you have it for another part of the episode, by all means, go ahead. The one special effect that stands out to me in that episode was, um, like, like you said, during the car chase, when I think he, like, weaved something and then the truck that was coming at him flipped over and it caused, like, another car to crash. And it looked so bad, Jamani. <laughs> like, it, it, didn't, it did not look good. Yeah, I wish we could just, like, superimpose that clip right here, but it looked terrible. <laughs> I guess it's just, it, yeah, it's, it's like you said, it's just like, how do you, you guys have all this money, you make great special effects, and at the end of the day, yes, it's like, it's just watching gobbledygook. But it looks good, it's fun to watch, but then you have shit like, that looks like that, and it's like, well, like, what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah, especially you got, like, um, like Loki, fucking great CGI. Like, you have different shows that had done way better for their first episode. Shit, Obi-Wan mm-hmm. Kenobi, the trailer, looks, like, crazy. Like, looks great. So, yeah, I yeah. can't sit here and tell me we don't have the budget for it. You know, I know it's Moon Knight, and there's a whole new character, and he might be part of that whole crew with, like, Blade and, and, and um, Black Knight and all these, you know, grounded soldiers or grounded yeah. people. But, well, we'll see. First episode, obviously. You know, I'm loving the lore because I always love lore. You know, the whole Egyptian god and shit. And I'm curious mm-hmm. to know if, you know, is this just superpowers that came afterwards or there's real gods in this show? Because if there's real gods, that should predate... That's, good. that's, that's, like, that's opening up, like, a whole new world. If exactly. This will predate a lot of things. Like, were they there before the Celestials? Did they come afterwards? Who created them? Um... Are they just aliens that are pretending? You know, did they help the Egyptians? You know, as we all think now, you know, because <laughs> you know nowadays people think the, the, are the pyramids created with aliens and shit. So <laughs> it'd be fun if, if Marvel does that play on it. Like, oh yeah, you know, yeah. Thanos came and sent them over here. That's the real <laughs> uh, aliens. <laughs> but um, the cinematography was great. <laughs> I knew you was waiting for that. <laughs> God, I knew oh, you that- say that. No, but the colors, the way they do certain things, the, the framing of stuff. Like I mentioned in one of the last episodes about the rule of, uh, rule of three. You know, mm-hmm. when he's waking up at night. I mean, when he's waking up after sleeping all night and, you know, the way the room, the sand. You know, those are subtle things that they, just, they visually look great. You know, everybody can do the same scene, but are you going to incorporate the correct colors, the color grading? And what I mean by colors, like deciding what props to use for it. Everything looks great the way things are being presented to me you know oscar isaac him being able to do two different um accents because i never heard this accent before this i don't know if it's a british accent egyptian accent no no or... the accent he has now it's in it's like an english accent english, i mean i'm right? sorry not not american english but like british english but, but yeah you know, which yeah, is english but... which is still english but you know the way british speak it it does feel british but it, it there's, there's another hint to it that, that feels a little more like 
Mideastern. It doesn't really you feel... Hun- yeah, like everybody else is doing British accent. Or they are British, excuse me. But his accent, even though... By the way, he's not British. He's, um, I think he's Guatemalan. But he's from South America. Mm-hmm. But he's doing such a great... Uh, it doesn't feel British. That's what I'm trying to say. There's, there's a hint of a dialect that's a little bit different that it just feels... Because he loves Egyptian stuff, I wanted they did that on purpose. You know, well, just to I'm, add on I was to the watching, character. Yeah, because I was watching a few videos about them reviewing this first episode, and they were saying that it's more like street British. Like, you okay. know, like like the slang. Like, if you ever watched that movie, uh, Green Street Hooligans, kind of like that. Slang in the words he's using or the way he sound? In the way he's talking, like, you know... <laughs> This is going to sound pretentious, but it's like the way how New Yorkers talk compared to like regular people, you know, like regular people in America. That's what I'm asking you, because like people from Manhattan and people from Brooklyn have an entirely different accent. (laughs) It's 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 crazy right there. It's like like a different borough thing. Because that's what I was asking. Like, are they using, is it the words they're using or just the way they're enunciating their words? I think it's the word because, you know, it's like him saying, oh, you know, cheers and love. Oh, thanks, love. This was, oh, you know. Again, you know, when he was talking like that golden to that golden statue, and then he was telling those people, oh, you know, just leave up a tip. He was like, oh, yeah, you know, cheers and whatever. Like, it's just the way he was saying it. Obviously, I'm not doing it, but just the words. That scene is stood out to me because he did two things that, in a spiritual sense, is interesting. Um, one, he brought food for this for that statue. Mm-hmm. Let, let's think of it as a way of like that is a spirit, right? And he's talking to somebody, right? Hypothetically, right? Yes. He brought food for the spirit, even though you can't physically see him eat the thing eating it. And he also like paid a toll to speak to the person. Or like, oh, thank you for your service, and here's a little toll. Because when other people were taking a picture, he's like, Oh, don't forget your toll. Like, don't forget to pay him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because in a spiritual sense, it's like, you know, the spirit you did something with the spirit and you just want to get it for free. Like, no, show your reverence, show your respect, or you know, your toll, so to speak. You know, like when you go to, like, when they used to believe back in the day when you die, they put two coins in your eyes so you can pay the toll to go to the underworld. Yeah, I think that's like in, um, it's uh, a whatever, lot of cultures. whatever, uh, whatever, Roman, yeah, whatever Greek, world, Egyptians did it. Yeah. A lot of cultures did the same thing. But that part was interesting. And I feel like that scene is a little bit more because you're not going to, why would you show me that scene? What, that he's alone? That's cool to know, but you kind of, the camera was staying too much focused on the, the statue itself. We don't even know what the statue is. Mm-hmm. You know, that could be a predecessor of the scarab or some shit or whatever. But those two things is like, okay, you know, you're not really, sh- you don't need to add on to the character of Oscar Isaac that I already know him to be. Now you're doing that for a purpose. You know, that's what I felt like that scene was. Um, I don't know. It was a lot more to unpack. It's just, it was really interesting. Oh, one thing. Do you, I mean, we do know somewhat about the character himself, but do you think he has multiple personalities because of the Scarab? Or multiple personalities because that's just what he always has, always had going up? Well, it's hard to say because even prior to him having the Scarab, he was still going through the whole list, you know, like it's like I say, he's like one of those night walkers, you know, the people that all the, the sleepwalkers. Yeah. That's why he has like that stuff set around, whatever. But 
it has to be pretty serious if he's restraining himself and putting, you know, like those 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 type of restraints, you know, you're not using it just for someone that sleepwalks to the kitchen and shit. It looks like he's some serious shit is happening. So I feel like it had to have been prior to the Skyrim movies. But it I mean, I don't know. I don't know if the character himself was like always been supernatural, or if it's just that ever since he took the Skyrim, that's when it had started. But I don't know too much about Moon Knight to say. Hopefully, you know, they explored a lot more for like first time viewers like myself being one mm-hmm. of them. So hopefully we see more of that, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if he had it prior to that because I remember seeing a tweet saying that they were celebrating Marvel about um, showing multiple personality disorder or something like that. So it could be himself doing it, or maybe his. Um, I think the Scarab has it, or the Moon Knight character has it, and then now it's in Oscar Isaac's character. But I honestly don't know. I saw a tweet that said. The multiple personalities is not multiple personalities himself, but multiple um, versions in the universe of the Moonlight character. So, like from different dimensions and shit, like Earth One, Earth Two, Earth Five, they all inside oh, of him. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh shit! I think somebody from Marvel said that. I, it was a director who said it from the show. The show, you know, mm-hmm. show one of the director. I saw that. So people were like, oh, what the hell? You know why? Fuck! I didn't even think. Me? I didn't even think about that. Shit! That's incorporate. That's like incorporating Loki in the variants. Without incorporating Loki in the variant. Jesus Christ, yeah. And, you know, he did all that sand, the tape. But I'm like, if you already sleepwalking, and this is like a trend, you you don't think the sleepwalker is going to figure out how to get out of those restraints on your leg and just jump over the sand? It was mad space to get over it. And the tape, like, like, come on. You could just put the tape right back on the wall. Yeah, I don't. Is it? I don't know what he's trying to do. Most sleep. I think there's this one person I follow on IG that she talks about her sleepwalking, where she's always eating peanut butter or some shit like that. And then when she looks, she looks into the kitchen sink in the morning after she's eating. There's like a there's a knife there with peanut butter on it, and I feel like okay, that that you know that that's kind of weird because I don't. I it, I find it odd the fact that. Your body's being controlled, but it's not being controlled by you in a sense. Like that shit is that's that's like that's you know that's wild to me. Like your sub your subconscious mind is doing the actions. Probably if if that's what it is. Like I said, I don't know too much about it, but <laughs> you always hear about you never you never wake a sleepwalker <laughs> because I I, don't I heard know that why. too. Yeah, you I never wake get, a sleepwalker. Like, scared or they rage out some shit. Yeah. And then, like I said, with shit like that happening with that with that chick that I follow on the IG, it's just like, damn, how do you? It's just like, how do you not? How did you not know your body's doing this? But it could be in the whole. Maybe they have the multiple personality thing, but like I said, I don't know too much on the subject to speak about it, or you know. Could you could you imagine like you wake up, you're like Mark in the show. You wake up and your phone's like. So are we we're ready for dinner tonight. You're like, dinner. <laughs> Who the fuck is this girl? Like, <laughs> and what's wild is that dude woke up four days later because remember he thought he was like, oh yeah, you know, I mean, you here for steak. She's like, yeah, we were supposed to be there. Was it like last week? It was like, or three, like three days, days ago he, he or some it was shit. Friday and it was Sunday. Yeah, and it's just like you lose three days in your mind. Like how the fuck? Yeah, and he was in a whole nother place. Mm-hmm. And Ethan Hawke comes out and like Ethan Hawke. That that's an interesting character too. Whatever he's doing. Yeah, he, it looks like he might be like a god, not a god type character, but 
Because um, like his like, like a, a judgment man. thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's looking like. But um, yeah, because he looked like he went from wherever he was from. It's maybe some part in England. I don't. I don't know. I wasn't paying that much attention, but I got to rewatch it. To being where um, like a Vatican type place. I don't know. That's kind of like said, that's kind of like that's kind of like what it looked like. He said the Alps. I'm like, how do you know it's the Alps? You just you was like, where am I? And he's like, I'm in the Alps. I'm sure we could figure it out with like the license plate on the car and shit. Probably. You know, it feels like one of those European countries. But how the f- oh well, he's right there. I, I'm like, how did he get to Europe if he's in America? But I'm like, wait, <laughs> he's in he's in London. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not in America. He's like London. Why did I say it like that? Yeah. yeah, but I but I am uh, like yeah. At the end of the day, I am excited to see the second episode. What sucks out. is that you know all these uh, Friday. Oh, damn. I it Wait, Wednesdays. is it Friday or am I thinking the Halo show? I don't know. Maybe it might be Wednesdays, Wednesdays okay. or Thursdays. But I'm excited to see the next episode because I know a lot of the people that you know that do stuff like this. They already saw like the first four, and you damn. know you see all these that ad- you see all these advertisements like oh yeah greatest Marvel series ever blah 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 yada yada. And in my head, I'm thinking, yo, it's just one fucking episode. How can you say that already? And then I remember, yeah, yeah. These guys saw the first four episodes already. But still, I still feel like it's too early to say some shit like that. Because a lot of shows tend to fall off towards the end of the season. And people a lot of people end up taking their words back, like Game of Thrones and shit. Uh, let's not... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a bash. Uh, season eight was horrible. <clears throat> Even though yeah. it have been done better, but... Uh... <laughs> you excited for that House of Dragons? I saw like a few photos of it that were posted on on Twitter, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen the trailer. Until I see a trailer, I can't really say so. I have friends that watch, like you know, you know, Janessa and them. Yeah, they post about it and they're like, "Oh yeah, I can't fucking wait." And then I'm just thinking, I just want to see a trailer. I want to see a trailer. I want to see if I recognize a few of these names that are supposed to be in the show. Because I'm not sure if it takes um. If anyone has anything to do with the original Game of Thrones series, no, no, but there are names that we might that the original show mentioned, even though they were entirely dead. But I'm sure you're gonna going hear to... a lot of Targic Tar Targaryen, Targaryen, Targaryen or whatever. Well, this is about the Targaryens. This is their conquest before taking. O- this is them taking over West- Westeros and bringing everything together. So this is when they first landed over there and started their whole shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said. It was eight years. Well, not for me. For me, it was only just three years. Because I for me, started it was two. <laughs> for you, it was two years. For me, it was three years. Because I started. I started, I started during started that season, break. I started during season six. What was during season six was out. So okay. I binged it, saw six, and then I remember seeing seven, and then both parts of eight. And <laughs> yeah, because I remember it. Seven ended with like the blue eyes, white dragon knocking down the wall. The ice yeah. wall or whatever and john and danny making love yeah 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 okay yeah okay so yeah that was that was season seven so i remember watching and i'm doing okay fine but i'm not sure if i could put that same time into into like a brand new game of thrones type thing because i feel like all right I, I got my like i got my fair share from it you know okay I, um <clears throat> i i um what was it i was like not a fan of the show at all <clears throat> just because it was too overhyped. Some things I just don't like watching if it's too overhyped. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, <clears throat> instead of watching some clips of the show, John Trell kept ragging me on, like, yo, watch it. You would enjoy it. Watch it, watch it, watch it. But I saw some scenes here and there. 
<clears throat> John Cho's like, listen, give episode season one a walk uh, a try. If you don't like season one, then stop. But if you like it, then you know you you know you're in for it. So I watched Shh. season one. By like episode three, I was already hooked. I, I I was stuck on it. But I was like you. It only took me two years because I started watching after season seven came out. And they had that whole two year hiatus or year mm. hiatus. And then I binged the whole shit. Uh, watched it and fell in love with it. That so much that I hated what happened with season eight. But I, the reason why I fell in love with it, with, which is why I think this new one's going to be great, was uh, George R. R. Martin's writing, the, the the plot twist, the character development, the interactions, all the things, just the things they said made sense that I can see this happening again because the first six seasons were great. You know, you something was introduced season one, and then it pays off in season four. That's all his writing. And if this book is going to be entirely on his writing, and I already know HBO is not going to have that same mistake of like, oh, you know, you're going to be the showrunners of the show, but if you decide to leave, we're going to keep on going. We're not going to let what happened with like Dan and, and well, Dumb and Dumber, Dan and Du Bois, whatever, <clears throat> just rush season eight because they could have kept on going because, you know, they just didn't want to do it. But these are different people. The whole story is already out. You don't have to create anything off your brain, which is what Dan and the voice was horrible at, which is why all the deals they have done after um, Game of Thrones sucked. They were supposed to be with Star Wars. Nothing ever happened. They had something else for Disney. Nothing ever happened. They were currently signed to Netflix. Nothing is happening. So, you know, uh, HBO's like, we're gonna, we need somebody who's going to do justice to the show. And we, how's you? And we really need this to work out. What, the siren noise? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was, I thought yeah, it was, like, no, that that, was me no. on my side. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Um, and like I said, I think it's going to be great. I just hope people don't think it's Game of Thrones Part 2. That's the problem. I hope they don't happen. I don't think people are going to come in like, oh, man, this is not like Game of Thrones I remember remembered before. But I feel like maybe for the general audience, it might be. They might think that. Maybe until at least the trailer comes out. But with this one, um, we should be seeing a lot more dragons. Not just three. It should be a lot more. Like everybody should have a dragon in the show. <laughs> you and think we're gonna see that many dragons in the show? I think yes, I think so. But it, it won't be as detailed as they did um, in season seven when John first met Daenerys' dragons. Mm-hmm. You know, things like like that close and shit. I think um, you know them flying the sky. Maybe one in the season finale, we might see, you know, the real budget of it. And the way CGI is now, it's actually way better than when Game of Thrones came out. Because, you know, HBO, you know, they, the dragon was in West, Westworld, and it looked great. And how many years, you know, the technology is so much better now and cheaper that I feel like they can do these type of things. Yeah. Like the Mandalorian started that whole new shit about blue screen, uh, CGI, like 3D type of shit. Mm-hmm. And it kind of helps the actors out, and it it also helps the, the CGI artists to do a better job. It kind of like cuts the work in half, so to speak. So I think it's gonna be great, you know. But this show is really gonna thrive on its um, screenwriting, in my opinion, and that's what's gonna sell it. That's what people fell in love with in the first Game of Thrones, in my opinion. Like the, the first show, two or the few, the first few seasons, right? The first six seasons, it was all about. 
<clears throat> the I, thought was, um, I thought it was the first five. Nah, six. They Everybody, if you ask anyone or just read it or even remember the show, six was the greatest one of the, uh, was always uh, the greatest seasons, one to six. It was always seven, my favorite season was six. Uh, yep. Yeah, I always remember six because that's when, um, um, that's when they brought back John, right? No, he came back in seven. Um, you sure it wasn't seven? I could have sworn six was when he brought back John because six was a B.O.B. I thought six is when he died. I think that was at spoiler, the end of five. Spoiler. Oh, my God. We can't spoil a fucking eight-year-old show at this point. Okay, you're right, Kenny. He came back in five. I mean, he died in he five. Came, no, he, six. he died in five. Yeah, he came back in six. I remember Battle because Battle of the Bastards, that's obviously, you know, in season six, which is like, you know, my favorite, favorite episode of all time. That was your favorite? Battle of the Bastards? Yeah. Because I feel like it was more, there was a lot, I feel like there was a lot more emotion in that battle, especially when you're comparing it to the battle in, um, well, you know what, now that I think about it, maybe the battle with, um, oh, God, what is that? When John went over to their area to help them and they got in, they got invaded by uh, the White Walkers. Oh, the first time he saw the White Walkers. No, not was that John's first time seeing them? No, the first time was in Castle Black. Oh no, it was something. Nah, that was even possible. That was but the first was, time. But that was like the was, second there, time he really fought them. There like, was a battle. Sword. There was a battle in season five that is what caused the Night Watch to kill John because John decided to help them. I can't remember that group's name. The people oh, with the red hair. Um, you talking about that that that, that season? Uh, the Wildlings. Are you talking about the episode? No, not, is it is it the Wildlings? You said red people with red hair, the wildlings. With the, the wildlings. with the weird, is it the wildlings? Yeah, that's where um um this guy, uh, his best Tormon uh, the, is from. Tor, tor, yeah, Tormon. Tormon. Yeah, it's the wildlings. John went over there because he. he okay, no, you're threat. right. Yeah, it is the wildlings. Yeah, he saw the threat. He Are wanted you talking to about them. when there's a there was a whole battle thing there when he on, found out the, his sword was able to, not in the water, but they were like you know they had to use the water to cross. Yeah, exactly. And they remember, yeah, and yeah, they remember they 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 finished, and then like the the Night King rolls everyone back from the dead, mm-hmm. and like now they're a part of him. So that 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 season, that battle, that battle was like you know kind of emotional because that's what caused you know the Night oh, Watch to kill five. John. It was season five, yeah, because like I said, that's that, that's that's where they killed him. I just found it, but I feel like in Battle of the Bastards it was more because his brother died, his his uh, his little brother. I forgot what his name was. Yeah, we don't care about him. <laughs> he could have he could have survived and he just ran left. He just, yeah, all he did was run in a straight line. It's like yeah. everyone knows when you're being shot at by anything, you don't run in a straight line, you zigzag. You zigzag and you continue to zigzag. So it was him being dying. It was the fact that he was gonna kill Ramsey, who at that point was abusing who abused the shit out of um Sophie. I forgot what her name was. <laughs> um just keep on going. <laughs> I know you're uh, talking about. Sophie, uh, yeah, Sophie Turner is her real life name, but I forgot what her name is. Anya. Anya, sorry. That's not her name either. Is it not Anya? I'm like, that's not her name. <laughs> you sure it's not Anya? No. That's not even, that's nobody's name on the show. Her name nobody's is Sansa. Nobody's name on your show? Aria. Sansa. I'm a Aria, Aria is uh, her I know Aria. Name. I know Aria is like everyone's favorite. Um, not everyone's favorite, but you know, like the most, like the fan favorite and shit. Okay, but yeah, you know, him... Abusing her and shit, what he did to uh to um Fion, can you know castrating him and whatnot. So it was like a lot of built up emotion in that episode, and it you know it integrated with Sansa sticking the dogs on this dude. Oh, so that's yeah. why I was like, you know, that's why you know that was like my favorite battle. 
Ah, okay. You mean the episode as a total, not because I thought you meant like the battle itself. Because the battle itself was great, but John wasn't himself as a character. He just he just gave up because mm-hmm. he had a horrible game plan. It's like you talk about family, you talk about being connected, but you never wanted to listen to Sansa. Yeah, maybe if he, I mean, I don't know the battle. They still could have maybe lost. But if he could have listened to her, he could have had the Knights of the Veil already since they, since the the beginning of the fight. They could have been a whole different tactic. Granted, they came in at the end and it, it helped out a lot because they flanked them. Yeah. But if he would have listened to Sansa, it would have been. And then he just ran into battle. Like, oh, fuck it. My brother's dead. Fuck it. If I die, I don't care. Sansa but that's what I'm saying. It, into, it, it, uh, it, it, it was slavery. an emotional thing. You know, you don't, you don't think wise when you're emotional. Nah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But that's why, like, like I said, it's it's one of my, it's like my probably like my top battle of the whole season. I mean, the whole series as a whole, and then the one from season five is like a, is like a close second. I, I, I the show is great. Like, I, I still tell, even though season eight was suck sucks, yeah, I still tell people you should watch it. There's too much in the show mm-hmm. for you to miss it out. You know, like that whole scene with um Sir Ar- Arthur Dane when he's protecting Ned Stark's sister because she's giving birth to John and nobody knows. And if they, if they would have both known, knew what's going on, that nobody would have died at that current moment. But him by himself with two swords killing everybody. Yep. You know what I mean? Could you imagine if he was on a battlefield? Oh, uh, this guy, Robert would have been dead. There would have been no Robert's rebellion. Mm-hmm. He would have died already. You know, it's a lot of, if you know, if you just place somebody here or, or if somebody just knew this truth, the show could have been a hundred percent different. You know, that's that's the beauty of it. Like watching things in retrospect and knowing that one single thing changed the course of the whole show. Like this whole shit started because of Littlefinger. That letter that was sent to Ned Stark because of John Aaron's death. If that never happened, we would have never been here. First of all, the White Walkers would have never came over. Uh, Daenerys may have still probably came through, maybe, but besides that, the whole show would have been entirely different. Yeah, there would have been no war, you know, Robert would have still been alive, you know, because Cersei killed him. Didn't she poison his drink? Uh, and then the boy did the rest. You said Robert, yeah, Robert the king, Cersei's husband. Remember, he, he died. Oh, no, yeah. He, he went he did, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a he got hit came, with, like, a poison arrow or something, right? No, no. A pig came after him, like, fucked him up type of thing. He was trying to... He was hunting for food. He just wanted to hunt. You know, that's... Just, you know, gotta be a man, so to speak. And yeah, he felt... Uh, he was kind of weakish about it. But it's because he drank something before. I could have swore he drank something. Unless he was drunk and he didn't... No, no, no. Cersei did it. I remember because that was the whole shit about it. So what I found was that um, Cersei ordered Lanza, which was um, Robert's. Uh, what's that word they use when you're choir, choir, spire, uh, squire, squire? Yes. Yeah. She ordered Lanza to get Robert drunk before he went out hunting. So technically, ah, there you she, go. in a way, she didn't poison him, but she knew he was. Like, oh yeah, give me, I'll get drunk, and then. You know, that's fucking up your, your whole fighting. Well, it's not, like it's that. not poisoning. I mean, yeah, you can get alcoholic poisoning, but it's not poisoning. You know, she just wanted him to die. So she's like, oh, let me make him weaker. 
Because, yo, like, season one was amazing. Like, them two talking to each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it would have got canceled now because <laughs> you remember that one scene <laughs> when they're talking and oh my god, I forgot what it was. But um Cersei was telling something to Robert, like, oh, how if you say something, I'm gonna honor Oh, she hits him. No, he hits her. And then she's like, Oh, I should wear this, I should wear this as a badge of honor outside. And then he says, Something else happens, and he tells her, um, you should keep your mouth shut unless you want to get honored again. Some shit like that. But this Jesus still, Christ. It's, it would have been canceled now, but it's what I'm getting is that the way they've written that, it's like I'm telling you what I'm going to do without telling you what I'm going to do, but it's, it's not such a direct line. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that screenwriter, I don't know. I thought... I think the screenwriting is great for that scene. I can't. I know people who's, who remembering this know exactly what scene I'm talking about. Season one, but that was the great thing. And to harken back what I was saying before <clears throat> about Game of Thrones, that's what I fell in love with it. Just the certain words they use in the conversation. Like I don't need to tell you what I'm going to do. I can throw it in a different metaphorical type of way that the audience gets it, and the person who's receiving the message is getting it as well. You know, like you can say so much by saying. Like not saying much, you know. You can say so much by saying so. As I can say, you can say so much by saying so little. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. Littlefinger was great with that. Varys, um, Tyrion. A lot of these act, um, act, uh, characters in the show did a great job of saying what they need to say without just explaining it over and over. Like you got the message. Like oh shit. Like to you, you and me, be like, that, is that a threat? But in the show, it's like, damn, you threaten me without saying you're threatening me. Type of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll find that scene and, I, and I'll show you. <laughs> I don't know if you remember what I'm talking about. It's it's. I don't remember too much from the show, especially like around beginnings, around like the beginning stuff. But especially the conversation that you stood out to you. I just like remember big things that happened. Really, it's been on my list though to rewatch the entirety of Game of Thrones. But you know, with all the other stuff that's out there to watch is. It's kind of hard. Like, I just recently caught up with the uh, snowfall finally after constantly hearing about it. Snowfall? What, you into it? Yeah. That? I'm into it, yeah. I'm caught up. Uh, what, what is that show? Is like, what is it about? Like, it's, it's mainly about, about and shit, right? It is. No, it is exactly what it's about. It's pretty much about like um, the rise in crack cocaine, uh, I believe in like the 80s or late 70s, leading into the 80s. And um, about how the US government was pumping, you know, was behind the crack cocaine epidemic mm-hmm. in uh, L.A. and shit. It's pretty much about that. I'm not, I'm, I'm sure these characters are using the show are not real. I don't think they are, but they're just the ones that are like, people, yeah. they're the ones that are kind of like spearheading it. You have a guy that works for the CIA and then the guy that he's selling it to and then he's building his empire and it's just like showing the clashes that happen and shit. So that's pretty much all that what's all about. Just think of I think of Scarface, but instead of being in like a two hour and fifty hour, a two hour and fifty minute movie, it's in a right now up into its fifth season. You know, you see the gradual uh, increase, and like in this, in this guy, um, in this guy, uh, Franklin, and his drug kingpin, isn't it? Or his empire. Isn't it crazy that, like, a lot of these shows are coming out? That show, what's the other one? Dope, dope, sick. 
And it's all about the corruption of drugs and how the government was supplying all this shit. Or just the companies. It's like it's all in your face now. It's like, shit. Is anyone going to do anything about it? You know, or just like realize like, holy shit, this is crazy. It like might be like the exactly whole, what happens. It, it could be like a whole a statute of limitations type thing where it's just like you can't do anything about it now. But um, you're right. It's definitely a lot more in your face. Because uh, in this show, if it was true, I think the the government was pumping the crack in so they could fund the war. Should even a movie American Made with Tom Cruise also? Yeah, that too. Yeah, he was um he was a drug runner for them, and I think he would bring like guns or some shit. Well, I'm sorry, I cut you. I apologize for cutting you off. Um, you were saying that, no, um, it wasn't cut off. We were talking. It was the same thing we were talking about. It's fine. I don't know. It's just it's just crazy. It's 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 nice to see, you know. Because you're getting the people now is getting somewhat of a history lesson in a very fictional way. Mm, yeah, in a dramatic, in a dramatized yeah. way. Yeah. But it's crazy to know, like, the power that maybe can do these things. And who knows if, mm. you know, what is the new cocaine now? Shit. Certain states actually legalize that. I think Social media, you think? Uh, well, well. That is a people drug. Get, but people, I, people get addicted to it. They always say it's a real thing to get addicted to. Social media. Yes, but I, what I mean is like the government is supplying the drugs and supplying the cure, quote-unquote, cure at the same time. And I feel mm-hmm. like now that would be... I, you know, I would say food, maybe. So You know, that's actually crazy because I actually had a topic on that before. Like, it's crazy how healthy food costs... Well, healthy, quote unquote, because now mm-hmm. everything has a uh, a label on it. But quote unquote healthy food costs more than non healthy food. Like it's easier to buy. Like with twenty dollars, you could buy a whole meal at McDonald's. But with twenty dollars, you want to buy something healthy. It's like shit. This only lasts for me for one day. Like yeah, like meat, salad, or um, I don't even nuts. Pause. <laughs> like I had a I had a friend in school. When this is like back in high school that kind of like told me it's just like how many chickens do you think there really are there in the world that Yo. could be supplying grocery stores like how much milk are they really getting from these cows they could always have they could sell by the gallons I mean all these people have all these brands of specific type of milk and shit it's just like it's all and a lot of it is just engineered I'm like you know what that makes a lot of sense in the chicken right how many chicken wings is in the chicken two right you get two wings that's it so you get two wings. And when we go eat, it's like, yo, I need a minimum of 10. Well, most people, is a minimum of 10, right? Even in order in Chinese food, you're getting four wings. That's two chickens right there. Yeah, so it's like, how many chickens can you produce? Or, like, what's the life cycle of a chicken that... And then, you know, they always say America wastes food by the pa- millions of pounds a day. Restaurants mm-hmm. just throws it out. It's like, you're right. What You know what your friend said, like, you know, how... Like, in two sides, right? Because if I was to go outside and kill a healthy deer, you know, a good-sized deer, that can last a, a family the entire year. So it makes Yeah, I always sense, heard about that. Right? And I've seen it because, you know, I watch some YouTube channels of them butchering, you know, just them, you know, respecting the animal, skinning it and just freezing it. And it's like, hey, I can use this, this part. You know, using the entire deer. But one deer mm-hmm. can do like a family of six for the entire year. You know, and it's, it makes sense. But now 
you're mass producing this, and there's a lot of people out there. I mean, we're not gonna eat deer, not <laughs> not really deer, but you know, pigs, cows, chickens. How many chickens and pigs and cows do you have in the world that we can just keep doing this? And like for cows, then you need them for more than one thing. And same for chickens, you need them for eggs. You know, for cows, you need them for milk. But like, so when they get old, we kill them, or you know, like. It's like it yeah, it's like with like with like which cows used for the meat, which ones used for the milk. But if you're using it for both, it's just like what's the? It's like you said, you're gonna get all the milk out of it, and then do you kill it, or do you just continue milking it until it's weak, and then you kill it for the meat? But then you don't get a lot of meat out of it. It's yeah, and then they you know, you know we find out they engineering the food they eat too. Yeah, I remember growing up, meat was meat, right? And there was no issue. There was no label of whatever we had to eat. It's just like, oh, that looks kind of weird. I'm not going to get that. Like, it's look, maybe it's too pinkish. I think. If it look, I know. I've always known that when it comes to like meat, if it looks brown, it's bad. That's yeah. I've ever known. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's red and it looks like fresh and as long as like the packaging isn't bulbing out like with air, then it's good. That's but all I've the, ever known. Even the red meat can be seasoned. Like you can put like a, a food dye on top of it. It needs mm-hmm. to, well, red meat, like for red meat, you, you got to, well, I was, I don't know. I was looking at uh, Bearded Brothers on YouTube and they were saying that you got to look at the fat, the marbling inside the, the red meat. Make sure it's not too reddish but it's and not brown either. It's like in the middle, but it's a good level of fat, so to speak. Yeah. And that's how you know it's a good quality of meat. But <clears throat> what I was saying before is that when we grew up, we didn't know about all those things. We just bought it. We ate it. But now we got, oh, grass fed, grass is grain fed. It was certified humane. Is free organic, range. free range, pasture raised. And it's like, yeah, sometimes you have to, like when it comes to eggs, I can see the difference when it comes to something being pasture raised and something being like cage free or organic. The eggs are just so much bigger, or at least it just feels bigger. And the other ones are like much smaller or something. And, and then you read up on it and it's like, oh, certified humane is the best. Certified humane and pasture raised supposedly is the best best type of label on it but do i yeah. really know am i there cutting the meat am i there like i don't know when the butcher killed this animal i don't know how long it's been fr- frozen did i get this from australia it's from california shit is this yeah. local i just don't know you know i mean granted i think that our bodies are so great at adapting that even if the, like say the food is somewhat bad at least we our bodies is adapted to a way that we can take what we need and survive off of it which, you know, exercise helps a lot with it. Not just eat and then sit down and do nothing. But, you know, it's, it's, it's perplexing when you get into that rabbit hole and it's like, damn, is this good? Is this bad? What about this? Who did this? You know? We start acting yeah, because, cause, cause you, know, you know the feeling of having just like too many things, to, just too many choices to pick from and you just don't know where to start? It's kind of like that. It's just like, do I, wanna, do I want it to be grade A? Do I want it to be, and like I said, free range? Do I want it to be... Uh, pasteurized do i want it to be um um was it grass fed or whatnot it's just like too many choices and even the good ones are somehow bad for you in some ways and then the really bad ones are not that much bad for you but it's still bad for you it's just like what, what the fuck do you want us to do man then day, we need nutrition yeah i get it but if if we're constantly just having to be having to just to pick and choose what's the good, what's good for you, but yet you're still selling this up that's bad for you, it's not like you're taking it off shelves. You're still selling it there right next to it. 
you know, you're giving us the option. If anything, the, what's bad for you is probably the even cheaper option. Yeah. Because I remember the this documentary I saw on Netflix of this guy trying to build his own, uh, he's trying to build his own chicken store. Ah, the guy um, that was that that was famous that did um he did super that did super size me. me and then he yeah. was doing it yeah oh man yeah Morgan was... Spurlock when he oh. talked about the whole thing about how free range or cage free technically works they have this barn and at the entrance of the barn they have these doors that open and they have this small little cage so the chickens don't get out and as long as the chickens go to the cage go to that cage and come back in it's technically quote unquote free range chicken again like, yeah, these chicks they get sun. They get to walk around the field. It's just like they walk on the little on this little two foot platform, and then it's known as cage free or range free, whatever. Seeing that, I'm like, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. But that's how that's how they do it. In 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 in, uh, <laughs> in that documentary, remember how hard it was for him. He started the company. It took him a while to get his license and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then after he got the license, he needed a supplier to give him the chickens, to give him all that stuff. Cause he wanted to make his own restaurant business. And even that was a problem. Cause a lot of companies were like, nah, we ain't messing with you. And they didn't want to give him all the information. Like the, it, it, I think it was on like five companies that get all the chicken in the world or, yeah. or at least in the United States, like Tyson is one of them. Purdue's another one. Um, and he was struggling just to, you know, get chickens. They're yeah, because like, nah, he was nah, trying nah, to nah. he was trying to find like a person that uh, that raises a chicken and sells it to him, but he wanted everything to be transparent. Exactly. He's like, yeah. I, I want I want to see the process. I want to see all this. And a lot of like I said, a lot of the big, the big um the big wholesalers are like, no, fuck no, you can't see our process. Just because obviously they're doing some shady shit. Like, you know, we talk about big tech, uh, uh, big pharma, big pharma. <laughs> um, I don't remember the other ones, but what people don't remember, don't big 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 government. Big government. Yeah. But big chicken, <laughs> big meat. Pause, 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 yeah. pause, pause. There you go. <laughs> no, but, you know, big meat, big chicken, you know, that whole meat industry, they have a controlling interest on all the type of stuff. You know, so when you do see them out there, you know, I have a little grain of doubt. It's like, is this good or is it not? But, you know, if it looks good and if I eat it and it doesn't feel like it's off or, you know, it's a good quality of, you know, substance, I don't feel too bad knowing, like, okay, I'm eating something shitty. You know, yeah. Like I, I would go and see. Like, okay, let me see this one. Like, if I go to Sea Town, and I, I'll still eat the meat over there, depending <laughs> like what dish I'm getting. Because like, there's some things they have there that Stu Leonard's don't have, or like Shoprite or the other places. But you know, there's certain things I just wouldn't eat over there. But like, ah, that doesn't look too good. Like that looks a little brownish, or that just looks too pinkish, so to speak. Or no, not pinkish. Excuse me, yellowish. Like, if chicken mm-hmm. looks yellow, I'm like, nah, I'm not getting that. Like I said, the two things I was, I was always told to stay away from. Well, one was color. Number three things. The color, the packaging. Like I said, if there's, like, already, like, a puffed-up air in it already, uh-huh. it's bad. And if the size of the chicken breast is, like, the size of my leg. Because it's just like, this ain't no real fucking chicken. Like, this chicken was fed steroids they pumped the shit out of this dude and then right when it died they're like okay we gotta save the chicken the breast of the chicken because realistically no chicken is that big that can you know sustain itself even in that documentary it would show how big how fast and big the chickens got but their hearts couldn't keep up with it mm-hmm. and then it fucking killed over and died and these chickens are brolic as heck like, wow also another thing I, w- I would add to your list 
sales. I wouldn't buy uh, meat on sale. It's most likely uh, oh, yeah, expired. It's meat either going bad or, or already bad. Or seasoned meat either. I wouldn't do that either. Because seasoned meat can also hide the fact that it's almost expired. You can also add on shelf life to it. Well, that's true. I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Like, because I know, I know, my mother has bought like seasoned pernil before. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I never thought about them seasoning. It just could be like a bad piece. So well, I don't know about pernil because pernil's like a that's a lot. That's a big ordeal to make. You know, there's, there's a lot of stuff on top of that. Mm-hmm. You know? But I mean, like, you know, like a chuleta that's seasoned with barbecue or something or breaded already for you. That I'll be like. Just, yeah, I never understood order. buying. Yeah, I never understood buying pre-breaded pre-breaded chicken. It's yeah, just like, like I'll, I'll, I'll do the breading myself, sir. It's okay. I don't gotta. You don't gotta hide the impurities there. I feel like a good metric when it comes to buying food and anything in general is just try to lower the count of chemicals in it, and like you know, the less chemicals, the better, and just just watch out for sugar. You know, sugars mm-hmm. and starches. I think if you do that. You know, no, no matter because everyone's budget is different. It's hard to be buying like steak all the time or whatever. So, you know, as long as you do that and you are like paying attention, like you said, if a chicken breast is bigger than the size of your leg, it's like, you know what? I'll spend a little extra for that, that, that piece of chicken than this one. Yeah. I think things should be fun. And also, you know, exercising can help because let's say something is bad and you're eating it, but if you're exercising, your body will remove the toxins. You know, I yeah. think that's also that's something that's um not talked about a lot. Just exercising in general, you know, a good thirty minutes a day just to get your heart pumping. You know, that that helps. You know, you're right, yeah, because you were you were even saying that during COVID times. Well, well, what I was saying about the exercise or just yeah, the exercise. Yeah, that they promote. Oh, yeah, you know, vitamin C, get the vaccine, but it's just like they don't promote healthy living per se. Yeah, like I I know it's expensive, but you know there are alternative ways. You know what's crazy? Nuts are good for you in a very small portion, but they're so expensive. It's like $8 for like half a pound. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like cashews and don't even get me started. Like not me started, but the price of pistachio. That's it. That is. Cashews, like, and, cashews and pistachios. And I think almonds, they're like the most expensive nut. I think pecans is like way less on the list, but it's not. It's good, but it's not, you know. And if you get them salted, it's like, oh. Why even get them? <laughs> I know, yeah, because it's like an extra five dollars. I'm, yeah. I'm exaggerating here, but it's just like extra money for some salt. And I'm like, I'll just rob, I'll just throw some salt on it and just like shake it in my Ziploc bag. <laughs> I thought you said you're gonna rob somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I might have to be. I might have to do that too. Shit. What uh? But no, it's it, it's wild, man. The shit is like you said. The shit being opening, like you know, them showing a show about. How the government willingly pumped crack into the into the into um you know into, into South the, Central the market, Los Angeles, yeah. yeah. And then now with this so this whole thing, big pharma, yada yada. It's just like a lot of shit's getting brought into the light that back then people still would have like turned a blind eye to. But it's just like this: you you have access to so much information, even though a lot of it could be bullshit, mm-hmm. and a lot of it is bullshit. I mean, I'd say you know reserve it, reserve it for your best judgment, because and you can't believe everything you read. Yeah. But if some stuff adds up and then it's just like you see a lot of things of the same thing being said over and over, you could, you know, you could 90% sure be like, okay, this is probably true. Yeah, like a lot of things they said years ago, like a year ago or 40 years ago, like in the 70s and 60s, now is being 
known as a fact. And mm. said it back then, it's, it's like, oh, man, we're going to cancel you or we're going to, you know, shut you down. Now it's just like, yeah, go ahead. Say whatever you want. No one's going to believe you. And it's crazy because <laughs> going back to what you said about social media being a drug, it's like people would see that information on social media. But because it's on social media, it could be 100% true. But because it's on, they're going to say, mm, nah, that's, that ain't true. And they're just going to keep scrolling up. You'll see it, but you're just like, I don't care. Let me see what Fulano's doing. Uh, yeah. you know, let me see what The Rock is doing. Or, or man, I can go on to the next thing. Yeah. yeah, let me see how many more Will Smith memes I can get now. It's still hot. <laughs> you know? Uh, it, it's, that, you know, that's another thing. Like, not to talk about the Will Smith in general, but it's like, why no one's talking about the, why no one's talking about the mental, like, health part of Chris Rock's side? He could have. Oh shit! He could have said, oh, "Hold on." Yeah, no one really talks about the mental part. Like, what? What about Chris Rock? How is he feeling towards this? You know, how does he feel? Yeah, we, people were like, "Oh, his concert, his uh, his shows are selling out. He has good content, but we don't know how this makes him feel personally as a man, as a person." I was like, "Yo." I don't know if they're friends or not, or they had beef, but it's like, damn, this dude walked up, slapped you on national TV. This probably got tri- billions of views already if you could all around the world. Like, everybody knows this shit. Probably people who, people who don't even have a house, but they have Facebook, they know about it. Yeah. You know? I wouldn't be surprised if my family in Colombia heard about this shit. Oh, they're going to be like, okay. And they, 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 don't, and they don't care about <laughs> entertainment. But they know, yeah, they know about this whole shit. Like... What about his mental health? What about uh shit? What about Will Smith's mental health? Granted, he he walked on stage like this. <laughs> Chris Rock could have destroyed him on stage because you know I'm sure Chris Rock had a million jokes in his head to just clap back real quick. He could have given him so many Tupac jokes, August jokes, Jada mm-hmm. jokes, entanglement jokes. Like it's so easy, but he was like, nah, let me compose myself. But I saw videos of him crying afterwards. What I saw too was a lot of people saying that why is no one talking about Jada? Like not how she feels about during the whole thing, but it's just like the fact that this was kind of her fault because of how she's always putting like her relationship with Will and her past on blast with that Red Table Talk show that she has on uh, Facebook. It's just like she she does all this stuff and you know it's embarrassing to Will. He gets a meme made out of him. We had everyone is still just talking about Will Smith. And now Will Smith's career is put like on is blacklisted for the time being. Who knows if it's gonna if it's gonna yeah, continue. A good but it's like no, no one's talking about it. it's just like, but like Jada's the one that's causes this. She was the one that did this whole entanglement thing, the whole shit with August, the shit with Tupac. And it's almost like it's it's not that she caused it, but she's kind of like at a little bit, you know, major maybe not like a little bit at fault, but it's kind of like a little bit of her fault. But no one's talking about that. Everyone wants to talk about Will Smith getting the help that he needs, Chris Rock getting the help that he needs, but no one's talking about Jada kind of being like a gaslighter or something, is what they said. I think that's the word for it. Or a gatekeeper, yeah. maybe? Maybe not a gatekeeper, because a gatekeeper is like more for like information and shit. Yeah. But if anything, she's more like gaslit the whole information because she's the one that was uncomfortable with that joke. But it's just like, we get it. You have... um you're going through alopecia. I think it was what it was. Yeah. Or she's suffering from it. But it's not like no one ever knew about alopecia before. And yeah. then now 
they're saying like, oh yeah, you know, she's bringing it, she's bringing alopecia attention to alopecia as she's if it wasn't it a thing that was known before. It's like, how are you going to bring something like that back? People go through that shit every day. Yeah, and people knew she had that that problem because she had a whole video about it, and she had articles that came out the previous year about the condition. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of females shave their head just because they want to. Halsey had long hair when she came out into the into the scene, and she shaved her head shorter. Charlize Theron does it all the time for rogues. Excuse me, her name is Charlize Theron. I, I don't want you to respect that. That beautiful. Theron, Theron. <laughs> they know. But, they know who we're talking about. Yeah, but a lot of people shave. Um, Zoe, Zoe. I'm gonna say uh, Zoe Saldana. I think she also. But a lot of people they shave their head for rogues or just in general, and no one talks about sitting here and like, oh, what's going on and shit like that. What uh, what's going on with their career? What's going on with them? So, how's Chris Rock supposed to know? You tell him he has to be he has to know everything's going on with with his wife, and that was a good joke, and it was also a joke. But that was it really gave even her a, a good joke? movie? But was was it even a joke though? It could have been a compliment a to her. He could have thought it was okay, a compliment. Yeah, because if you even if you, I understand his job. What Chris Rock's job is. The whole point of having those type of people there, like you know, you have like dumbasses like Amy Schumer and shit. Oh, just supposed to lie. She got a good joke though with the "Don't look up" one though. That was pretty good. Well, with the whole Leo DiCaprio thing. Yeah, she was like, "Don't look up," but they don't yeah, look up yeah, reviews. Yeah, it, it wouldn't Leo... make sense. Yeah. Or about like his uh his future girlfriends or whatever. Yeah, that's the only joke yeah, that it, she made that was good. Everything else it, was. Yeah, it would have been funny if I haven't read that on Twitter three years ago. Yeah, but oh. the thing is that these, the reason for these people is that they're there to live in the show, and I get it. But if you hear, if you listen to what Chris Rock said to Jada, she's like, he said, I think the joke was, Jada, you're looking great. I can't wait for your role in G.I. Jane 2 or whatever. That is not a joke. That's more like, um, you look like you'll be casting G.I. Jane 2. Like, it's not like he was, it's not like he was going after her. And he if people know what G.I. Yeah. Exactly. It's just like the look. And if people know G.I. Jane, Demi Moore, she shaved their head for that role. She, she could have, this could have been a perfect opportunity to create G.I. Jane 2. Studios could have been Possibly. Like, Fuck, thank you, Chris Rock. I want to make part two with her. Yeah. And then now apparently it was a joke because, you know, she's suffering from alopecia and it rubbed her the wrong way. But it, it wasn't a joke. I mean, look, at this entire time prior to listening to what was going on, I thought it was fake, but then with all this shit happening since last week, Will Smith's apology, like I said, his career, Bad Boys 4 being put on the back burner, some movie he was going to be on Netflix is now put on thank, pause or whatever. Thank God for Bad so Boys 4, because 3 whole, was... 3 actually wasn't that bad. It wasn't, it wasn't a bad movie. It, wasn't, it, was, it enjo- was corny it was, ass. It was enjoyable. Fuck. It was enjoyable. It was Can, enjoyable. Do, do I I ra- to- I'll tell you what, I'd rather watch that than watch Fast 9. Okay, but do I have to do this again? <laughs> the whole cut, the camera scene. <laughs> okay, but no, like this, all this stuff gets put on hold. So it was clearly, clearly, it, it was a real thing. But um, fuck, I forgot the point that I was gonna make now. <laughs> shit. Oh, uh, just Jada, whole shit. You know her hair. Chris Rock making a compliment, not a joke. Now Will Smith, you said it was fake. Now you, you yeah, okay, yeah. I, I was saying it was fake, and now with all this going on, clearly it was. It's a real thing that wasn't that wasn't planned. It wasn't no AK camera cut that Chris had a pad on his face, which is what you said last yeah. week. Oh, it looked like it, you know. It was, oh my God, Jesus Christ, Giovanni! 
Okay, look. <laughs> it's, I think it's 50 50. That's all. I already mentioned last week why I thought. I still think it could be 50 50 because it's like. He just walked up on stage. If I would have walked up on stage, let's say I was a B list actor. This is my first nomination in, in the Oscars. And I walked up. I just mm-hmm. didn't like Chris Rock's face. Boom. You know? Oh, racism. Now let's say I was black. Slapped him. Boom. Oh, why is he doing that? What's going on? I would have been dragged out. But because it's Will Smith, an elite, the dude's on top. They're like, nah, let's leave him there. He wins an Oscar afterwards. Denzel was talking to him. After. Then he mentioned Denzel. Denzel, man, oh, you know, you're right. The devil, if you let him do it, he'll take over your life, so to speak, type of shit. And then what yeah, Denzel's bro. like, just looking at him like, <laughs> yeah. take my name out your mouth. Like, nah, 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 nah. I'm Denzel. Yeah. Don't talk to me, baby. You know, I got a movie coming out, Macbeth. I need more shit on it. And it's like, I don't, it, it, I still think it's 50 50 or it's a cry for help. It could be a lot of things right now, but whatever it was, it did its job and everyone's talking about it. And no one, it's been a week, maybe even a week and a half. And knowing it's, it's still it's a still fucking being thing, that's what annoys me, man. What, what, what if, what if, let, let, let's take the angle of um, that is Will's cry for help. Let's take this angle. What if he wants to leave the marriage, but he can't? Let's say, I don't know, contract-wise or just him being a lead. Or just a lot of outside exter- uh, external factors just won't let him leave his wife. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like she don't look bad with her hair cut off. She looks fine. You know, it's just that all this shit Will been through. And then she's still pre- coming out with this Tupac content and shit. Like, look... How Willow had a, I don't know if it's real. Obviously, I don't know if it was real. But there was apparently a, a, um, a letter Willow wrote to Tupac saying, I know you're alive. Come back home. Mommy misses you. It was yeah, mommy that. really happy. But, like, your dad is right there. You know, you're, you're shit, like, maybe Willow is actually Tupac's d- daughter instead. <laughs> you know? But what if Will Smith is the one in the troubled relationship? You know, like, he's the one that's, you know, and the the not the abuser, but the one who's being abused. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I watching his YouTube story, like watching Will Will's YouTube. Um, I forgot the name of that series he did, but you know him. him the weight loss thing. Yeah. yeah, writing the book and then doing stuff. I was like, that seems like a man who's just trying to find happiness in his life. You know, you have everything that's there, so to speak, and everything you're doing is just. You know, he ain't doing this shit with Jada. You know, he's doing this shit by himself. Well, Jada and, has her own thing. Like I said, the, the Red Table Talk. I know, but like, you support each other, even for a little bit. You know, I only see Jada was during that table talk when he was referring to his book. But with all the workouts and him going to Dubai and all that stuff, like, she's not really there for all those things. Him jumping off, um, like skydiving, not the shit when he did the bungee jump. Of course, you gotta be. This is a huge publicized thing. It was, a, it was like the beginning of his YouTube deal, you know, his, you know, with YouTube because <laughs> it was on YouTube. But yes, yeah. wasn't uh, he even wasn't he even including like some Fortnite bullshit, too. Oh, I'm not sure about the Fortnite one. Oh, no, 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 no. But it was. No, no, no. I'm thinking something different. But he was a, he was he was a part of YouTube Rewind. But uh, Fortnite was like the big thing in that YouTube Rewind. Yeah, it was like the theme of it. Yeah. But he, it. 
everything, all the actions she's doing, all the interviews, and even with his past comments saying, like, I can't make her happy. I'm going to make myself happy. And if we come together, that's, you know, it comes from his mouth. I think he said on Oprah or one of these talk show shit or. But him saying all that, and then you see the way Will is now. I, just, I personally feel he's just, this is like Get Out, Get Out, Will Smith edition. <laughs> that's what it feels like. Jada's just controlling him on all ends. I'm not trying to be like, you know, it's like supernatural. I'm just being like, there's ways to control people without, you know, being practical and shit. Yeah. He can't. Yo, you found out your wife had sex with a 23-year-old who's like your best, your son's best friend or your son's friend. And then the way she phrases that's, it. Uh, that's the August, August. day, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Og. And then he calls him Og. Like, that's a mental, like, no man is going to be self-righteous and be like, yeah, yeah, you. When all came through, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, you needed to help him and everything. And you know, she's a, I think she's a licensed psychologist, and she wants Jada. To help. Yeah, yeah, she said that wow. on Red Table Talk. And then you publicize it also on a Red Table Talk. Like, what, what kind of man would be okay to have a podcast conversation about it or a video conversation about another man having sex with your wife? And then he tries to get her back. And in the episode, and saying, "Oh, I'm gonna get you back," and she's like, "No, you're not." Oh, he's like, "I'm gonna get you back," but it's like he's holding oh, his yeah, hand back when he's saying like, that. Let me get you back. I'm gonna get, get you, get you back. back. It's like, <laughs> just fucking leave. Why can't you just divorce? At this point, I think we all want him to divorce. Like, there's nothing wrong. Like, you guys, that could, I don't even live together like that. You know, your kids are already old. There's no need to be like, oh, we gotta be good for the kids. Your kids are already out there. You need to be happy for yourself. Just leave. But I feel mm-hmm. like he just can't. I just feel like they won't let him divorce her. Or there's something that we... Well, obviously, you blackmail or something. It just can't leave her. And maybe it could be the fact that, you know, there are... The, the Smith family is like a... It's like an entity, you know? It's a brand. It's like, yeah, you know all of them. So maybe they don't want to break that up. If I, if I had to guess here. But, yeah, like I said, we, I don't... I won't really... Don't you know? Like because you got Beyonce. Willow, who's over. I think, yeah, I feel like, like I mean, look, look what happened with the whole thing with them and um Solange, with him and with him and her in the elevator. It was because you know I think he was um she found out he cheated on Yance, and then she, she ended up and she slapped he slapped her. He hit her back in the video. I thought it was only her hitting him. I think he hold her against the wall or some shit. Probably, because if he would have hit her, I think that definitely would have still been like talked about if that was a thing. But I don't, I don't think he hit her. But still, even though something like that, it didn't, you know, it's, there's still Jay-Z and Beyonce. I'm sure they own tons of businesses together. So maybe it could be the same thing with Will and Jada. But like I said, I don't, I don't know too much about the relationship. I feel like Kanye and and Kim are like the first one that should have been like that. And Kanye was like, nah, I'm out. But it's kind of weird the way he's moving on now because like, he's not, he wasn't in the Grammys. They didn't let him be there. Now he he took himself out of Coachella. Next mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna find out he's he took himself into a rehab center. We supposedly he did supposedly he did say he's getting help, but you know, I don't I don't know if it's a true thing or if it's like a, if it's a move for like his you know, for his professional career. He's just saying like, Oh yeah, you know, I'm putting myself in uh not a rehab, but like in a, a help facility. Oh but, yeah, Come on, cool. like I said, I don't <laughs> Well, yeah, that's, I guess that's what, but yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I don't know. This is, um, 
when it comes to shit like this, kind of like it's uncharted territory in a way. <laughs> because we don't know these lives, these famous people's personal lives like that. Yeah. We just go, we're just going by what we've seen and like the actions and shit. Only ones that really know what's going on is the people in it. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know where this would lead for Will Smith, but I hope it doesn't like affect his career. Yeah. I mean, I'm, he's definitely going to bounce back from some shit like this. I don't yeah, think he's going to stay a... blacklisted because look, I mean, it's like people were saying they have a problem with what happened with him and Chris Rock, but yet um, at the time, Harvey Weinstein and all those other people were still winning awards and they were like... Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski. Even, the they, even he was up, an award. They, they even brought up this dude, Ansel Egord or Agord, whatever. Apparently he did some uh, some crazy shit. Look what Jim Carrey did. He kissed Alicia Silverstone, 19, on, on stage, and he tried to kiss Will before he even got up there with his whole tongue out. Yeah, you got that too. But it's, 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 uh, it's, it, it's, it's a weird world. It's, it's a, a wonderful world. time with the drug of social media that people are just stuck on and Probably. just the drug of everything, you know? <laughs> that's, why, that's why I try to stay off that shit as much as I can. I, I thought about deleting mine at one point. I think I still might end up deleting. I think I'll probably delete my IG definitely, but just keep Twitter for the news. Yo, Twitter. Yo, let's end it on this. Elon Musk got Elon Musk bought nine point two percent of Twitter stocks, and now he's like the head honcho over there. He yeah, I think he has he has more than he has more than Jack Dorsey, right? And I think Jack only has like two percent. But even still, like he has more than the CEO. He has more than anybody there, which I don't understand it. I thought it was like the CEO. The owner keeps fifty one percent, and you trade off the other forty nine percent of the company. I mean, I unless know, the owner was know. just like, "Yeah, go ahead, do it." I just want my money. I don't know. I don't know how that works. What, which was Dorsey? Dorsey created, but he left Twitter like I think this year and earlier the year, or within the year, like from today to last year, twenty twenty one. Within the year, I think because of the whole free speech, it was really getting into it. Because I know Jack Dorsey really wanted Twitter to be a wild wild west. Like one side is like the PG side and the other side is like fucking go crazy. You know, like what Tumblr was back then, but you know. That's the side that I wish I could be on in Twitter, but yet I get in trouble for calling someone a bitch. (laughs) Bro, Twitter is, Twitter I think out of all the social medias is the most influential one and the one that would last forever. Because, you know, you have, before Trump, Presidents wrote things here and there, just like, oh, I have a fundraiser or whatever. But nobody really took it to the level of like, yo, I'm doing this. This is my like my direct thoughts. This Not statement. even, yeah, direct thoughts, opinions on shit. Like, yo, Trump used Twitter to his advantage, or Trump's people, whoever the fuck it was. Nah, it was they him. use that, that shit. They him. should use that shit to their advantage, bro. Not advantage. I'm sorry, but they just used it like as if they were like they were just you and me. Yeah, we didn't give yeah. a shit about what they were saying. It's just like, all right, I don't know, fuck, read whatever you want to read. But this is the pres the back then president of the United States <laughs> fucking talking about not willing, not outlays, not outlandishly saying it, but just like, yeah, this guy's a bitch. Fuck him. <laughs> but just in his own words. It's just like, God damn, bro. Yo, and then well, add- <laughs> oh man. But also adding on to that, official statements from politicians, hey. from you know, this laws coming out, just you know, things that we wouldn't typically know, you know, it's there. Uh-huh. And I think and that's the first place you get it from. Anything new, relevant in the world, it's there. And I feel like it would never 
And then with Elon getting it now, I don't know if it's he gonna help with free speech, so to speak. I hope he. I hope he. I hope he does. I hope he takes off the two strikes that I have, so I can talk freely, say what I really want to say. Of course, I have strikes, Giovanni. Listen, I got banned for twelve hours, and then I got the week ban. And then after after this, if I get if I get hit again, it's the lifetime ban, and I gotta Yo, make a new profile. Kenny, the funny part this, about this is that. your bro. This is like my fifth profile on Twitter. <laughs> Yo, the funny thing about that is like I wrote something. It was some, somebody says, and I said, "Yo, that's." I, I just said, "This is stupid." And Twitter was like, "Are you sure you want to post that?" Yeah, because apparently like, counts as harassment. I'm like, or, bu- or bullying. So I'm I changed like, it. Oh I wrote, "God, this is dumb," and it went through. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, "Okay." See, see me when when I respond to shit like that, I gotta I gotta put it in. I gotta put a meme that says like, "You're dumb," because I'm not really <laughs> saying it. The meme is saying it, so I I can't get in trouble for it. But it's still, it's just like I shouldn't have to do that. I could have swore Twitter was a place of opinions. So when I write something, they're like, oh, no, that's not true. You know, this is Twitter about, you know, you, you're spilling out the wrong facts. I'm like, but wasn't Twitter created to express your opinions on things? And then at that point, I just start trolling people. And I think that's more fun to troll. Like, what was it? <laughs> Biden said something, right? And it comes out of my feed. Not because I follow. I do. Follow, I mean, I follow the president. It doesn't matter who it is. If anything, if it goes like based on stuff that you liked before, responded exactly. to before, most likely that's why you're seeing it. But they were talking about the oil, like gas prices. And, and I just wrote, open the Keystone pipeline. Even though I know this has nothing to do that helps us with oil, even though in a roundabout way it, it, it can. But I just wrote that, open it. I got like, a, like 200 likes and shit. But mad people were like, oh, you dumb because that has nothing to do with us. It's, the, the part you're talking about is under construction. And I'm just like, damn, how do you know if I'm trolling you or not? And I was just laughing, just seeing everyone argue with each other. I just, I didn't, I didn't write nothing. I just left it there. And it also shows that when people like go on Twitter, they only see the first one, like it and keep on going. They're not going to go on the thread and, and see all the other conversations. Mm-hmm. With it. It's just like, yeah. oh, well, that makes sense. You know, this guy's smart. Let me, let me like. And if I said something <laughs> really smart and it would have got like 2,000 likes and then my profile you know, they just go to my profile. Like, oh, he got some other shit. Follow. I could say the most random shit, but but it's fun though. I I, I just I have fun trolling people on Twitter sometimes. Yeah. It's just, you know, I, that's why I felt like I was I was I wasn't banned like you, but I was shadow banned. You know, because when COVID came, I was just like, well, if, if, you know, if this happens and this happens, hey, I'm only saying what Fauci said. Oh no, you're wrong. <laughs> how dare you? Or if I say, oh, but Trump said use bleach. Oh no, how dare you? Like, <laughs> I just think it's I think. I think Twitter Twitter's a great place to get relevant news because people see people start flooding something. You can't really delete yeah. more than people. But it's mm-hmm. also great to just have fun. Like I if I had like if I had to keep one, and I think I said it before on the podcast, it would be Twitter. Absolutely. And then same, Reddit same thing for me. That, and Reddit after that. Yeah, I definitely keep Twitter. I don't care about IG, don't care about Facebook. I get I could get rid of those in a heartbeat. I deleted But my Twitter, but my Twitter I would love to keep. I deleted that account years ago, and they even sent me an email like, "Hey, you know, we still have your information. You want to come back?" I'm like, "Nah, <laughs> I don't know why I still have it, but nah, I'm good." <laughs> I think eventually I'm probably gonna make, yeah, I'm probably gonna make that decision because I got rid of my Snapchat like months ago. Like, this is uh, this is nothing. This is just taking up space. I don't even use it. Yeah, everything's on 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 thing, you know. It's um, all about Twitter, baby. It's all about yep. Twitter. But episode one thirteen. Peace. No, 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 okay. They want no. Yeah. Okay. They know it's over. Yeah. <laughs>